So I discovered while hanging out with my D&D group, apparently, and this is entirely wrong, and I do not know where they got this idea, apparently I radiate top energy. <laughs> really? Apparently. I've never felt like I've exuded that sort of vibe, but apparently, you know. Apparently, yeah, you, uh, okay, uh, Top Daddy Joe. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oof. (laughs) (laughs) No? (laughs) Like, it's especially weird because it's like, hey, here are the characters I I play. They're all bottoms, very obviously, but apparently just me. I'm... I don't get it. You know, and I want to say big top energy, but I think that's a different thing that involves circuses. (laughs) (laughs) That clown sure has big top energy. (laughs) I think it's the leather harness. (laughs) We have very weird circuses that we attend, apparently, Joe. to episode 61 of WTF Anime, the show where I wish an asteroid would strike me down. I'm Azabi, your host, Joe, and joining me is Travis. Hey, Joe. Hey, everybody. Uh, How you doing, buddy? Uh, um, I am not currently on blood... blood cr- oh, I can't even talk. <laughs> uh, blood pressure medication, <laughs> but I feel like I should be after watching this. Yeah, you know, go ask how I'm doing. Uh, no, because I'm pretty sure I know how you're doing. You're doing about what I'm doing. Well, you know, uh, I'm getting over a cold, so if my voice sounds awful, that's why. And then I also had to watch this, so that's fun. That's fun and good. I blame the cold on this anime. It's so bad it's made you ill, Joe. <laughs> no, what's worse is I was ill like while I was watching this. <laughs> oh, that can't feel good. It just compounded everything. Oh, man. That's not good at all. We're in a fun and positive mood tonight, uh, because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's still daylight and I have adulting to do after this, so I'm kind of <laughs> sad that I can't, you know, like, tequila my way out of this. <laughs> uh, but that is to say that today, at the request of our previous guest, Jams, we watched episode one of Punchline, an, an anime that exists. I like you called him previous guest and not friend of the show because <laughs> it was in no way a friendly action to uh to gift us this <laughs> boy you you owe us an apology jams yeah um uh, a heart I, i've said it before i'll say it again uh a heartfelt <laughs> thank you fuck you uh to you one jams so i guess we should t- did you mention what we watched i can't even i can't even remember i did okay yeah the punchline really is on us. Uh, it's a hell of a joke. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, let's let's start with, like, the best five minutes of this show. Okay, yeah, we can go with that. Which are the first five minutes, because for all the rest of the show, and we're going to get onto it a lot, 
this is like very nice, very fluid fight scene animation. It has an interesting thing to say about like magical girl tropes. It's actually kind of neat. And then the rest of the show happened. Yeah, you, you know what's fucked up about this is I'm usually not a magical girl anime person. Like, I can watch them, it's fine, but whatever. The opening of this, if it would have kept going and just focused where it should have, I would have watched this dumbass show and been happy about it. Yeah, it's so fucking annoying. There are so many, like, little things in this show that are like, oh, that would make a really good show. Like, there's things that they hint at, but then it's just this show. Yeah, yeah, um... That's that's the frustrating thing. It's like the gifted kid that uses his powers to make a new, more destructive form of heroin instead of help society. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is exactly like that. <laughs> one to one. Yep. Yeah, I did the research in the numbers. I crunched them and... <laughs> right on. This show has exactly the same cultural impact as heroin. The only upside is it's not out to the masses, or most of the masses aren't on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so what actually happens in this opening? A a bus gets hijacked. Yeah, we start with the beginning of Speed. <laughs> Sounds a Keanu. Yeah, and like what is immediately evident to me about the beginning of the show is like this is someone doing their best studio trigger impression because it's weird as fuck. There's like very deliberate character design things, and then they're also pulling in what is more like western cartoon movements uh like there's a bit where a rich guy like holds up money and then like dances to like stay away from bullets after he's shot and then there's a bit where a guy turns into basically like a roller with a motorcycle like it feels very western influenced yeah there's there's a couple of those uh i gotta say when this first started when we see our superheroine there's a there's a strong uh, nod to Akira with the flapping coat and bike design being what it was. Yeah. All we needed was the the cool ass uh, it, it to be at night and have cool ass uh, light tracers, mm-hmm. and it would have been it would have been spot on. And a cool soundtrack instead of just dubstep noise. What, Joe? You don't like dubstep? I don't. <laughs> Man, this this is just a treat for you all the way around. <laughs> A delicious sweet roll filled with the most vile of things. <laughs> they do some interesting stuff with it. They do almost like, oh god, I can't believe I'm like comparing this. But they use almost a samurai champloo way of messing the soundtrack up and switching to different points of view and then changing the music up, which is neat. But it's just like it's also just dubstep. So you know, I think we're trying to be as fair as possible. For some of the things. And I know there there is one scene that you and I are both going to highlight because it actually <laughs> really works and it's fucking funny. Yeah. And I'm so angry that it's in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about any of the bad stuff yet. So I just, I want to bring to light the fact that this show does have some very good ideas so that all the bad stuff about this show is highlighted more because instead of going with those cool ideas, it did what it did. So. We meet our freshly squeezed heroine, the magical girl known as uh, Strange Juice. Yeah, I th- I think it said Weird Juice on my translation, which is fun. She pulls up on a motorcycle and then just goes ham. I like that her weapon is a drinking straw. Yes, it's very good. It, it's very dumb, and like I said, I would be 100% down 
if this is what this show was about. Mm -hmm. But it's not. Yeah. Especially because there is action in this scene, and she is dressed the way she is, and the show doesn't go there with obvious, like, panty shots. For now. (laughs) So she murders a bunch of people with a straw. She asks someone for help and is like, how do you know my name? Ah, we're we're getting into secrecy and magical girlness. Yeah, uh, we should we should mention that uh, Strange Juice or Weird Juice apparently has an assistant called Pumpkin Chair. Called Pumpkin Chair, uh, which is basically like her oracle, is what I got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anybody's a DC fan, um, yeah, basically running the computer and uh, manipulating the scenes through tech. We do also see something very interesting. There's like a totally separate girl who is watching all of this on surveillance footage, and we're gonna get to see a lot more of surveillance footage that is very weird and creepy. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Hmm. It's... Huh. Hmm. So, the bus driver, like, gets a weird look in his eye, glows orange, and takes a knife to her. Yeah, it's almost a, a, a little closer to, like, yellow. It, it looks like somebody's got a real late-stage uh, uh, hep problem. Except it gave him super strength? Yeah, uh, not typical with hepatitis as I know it, but sure. (laughs) Also, we completely, well, we'll know him more, but like our main character is on this bus. Yeah, I gotta say one thing that I do like as a storytelling notion is the main character was not the center of the opening, Mm -hmm. which was kind of weird. Uh, You don't see that a lot in storytelling. I I like that as an original take. Again, I'm trying to be fair to this thing. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of neat. And then, like, it immediately fucks it up. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. Again, this is probably the best five minutes in the show, if I were to say (laughs) Yeah, so so Pumpkin Spice activates the... I just called her Pumpkin Spice. You did. That is the fifth or sixth secret member of the Spice Girls joke. It's not this character that you're referring to. It's like the fifth Beetle. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> pumpkin Chair uh, like activates the tire killers at a toll booth, so the bus stops and everything's fine, except a dude in a trench coat with a braid and sunglasses uh, whips out a gun and threatens Strange Juice... And notices that she has a six tattooed on her neck, which is more just like, hey, here's some here's some weird stuff that might happen. Yeah, that that should probably become rele- relevant later in the, the show. I don't know if it does, and I'll never know. <laughs> and this is where the turn happens, where everything becomes bad. Yep, you can, you can pack it in. <laughs> uh, the short film is done, and you've walked away with a, with a good time. So our main character sees a girl's underwear gets red hair and superpowers, and then gores the trench coat guy out of the front of a bus, falls into the lake, and is saved by some ladies. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm still wondering about random swim ladies in the middle of the lake by the bridge. One of them has pink hair. I think it's supposed to be, like, the spiritual version of the magical girl. Because she does, like, she has orange hair when she's doing a fight, but she has pink hair, and her secret identity also has pink hair. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. I don't know. You know, I'm actually more to the point, I don't, this has made me angry enough, I don't care. I'm actually angry (laughs) enough that it can go fuck itself. I don't care. Yep. 
I did start writing notes. I don't have any characters' names because I gave the fuck up. The boy uh, was U10. Cool. I'm sure I remember that. So it turns out that he was actually rescued by uh, Strange Juice, and then some wind blows, and he sees more underwear. Oh, God. Sorry about that. I might have knocked my phone off the table with apathy. <laughs> like, let it be over. He sees the the girl's underwear, she yells, and he gets a nosebleed because it's an anime, and then he gets struck by lightning, and his soul leaves his body, and then I do not want to talk about the opening. Not in any way. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's dumb and bad, and it's an opening. That sums it up, yeah? It sure is. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so... There is a character that is such a throwaway. I love that it's such a bullshit character <laughs> that's coming up. It's ridiculous. It's arbitrary rules cat that's drunk on sake all the time. Yes. He's the he's the real MVP. Everybody else, go away. The kitty, I did write the name down, uh, Chirinosuke, uh, basically wakes up you and is like, hey, you're a ghost. And he starts freaking out. He's like, oh, don't worry. You're not dead. You're... Somebody else is just busy using your body. Yeah, you got possessed. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Then he tells him that in order for him to uh, be able to make this right, he needs to find an ancient, was it Hindi text? Yes. Uh, I cannot recall the name of it. It ended with Allah, but that's all I got, man. I think it's the Yandala Gondola or something. That sounds about right. It's close enough for all I care. Uh, so, yeah, that's supposed to have a secret rite that will restore a lost soul back to its body. Yeah, and oh so conveniently, it's in this very house, which is like, I guess, like a dorm room. Yeah, um, I'm assuming that he doesn't live there in that dorm because it, it appears to be a girl's derm- dormitory. Uh, so I'm guessing the cat decided it was going to take him to where he needed to be? I don't know. Well, okay, so here's the thing. The cat shows him this laptop. We get a sight gag of the cat watching, like, cats fucking. This entire place has surveillance cameras, apparently, and you can just watch them whenever by going to a website. Wait, are these all just cam girls? I don't know. Maybe it's like a reality show. Maybe it's like a 1984 where everything is monitored. I don't know. But the the thing about it is, like, he does live here because the person who's using his body has gone to his room and has, like, guarded it against evil spirits. So I guess we know that you is evil. I saw that too, and I was... Uh, is that what that means? I don't know. It's... Uh, everything about this. Yeah. Oh, it's go- it's gonna get worse. Oh yeah, we we haven't even really gotten into the uh, the mire yet. Yeah. So so Chirinosuke is just like, hey, find this book. I'm bored of explaining things, and chugs like a two liter bottle of sake. <laughs> to which you said his his actual name is uh, Chirinosuke. Yeah, that's the cat. Oh, okay. The the cat is rad. Uh, you like it's like sake, and he's like, I'm. Eh, stop asking questions. I want a drunk spirit cat. That's, <laughs> that's what I've learned. That's the only thing this anime has taught me. I'll let it watch all the cat porn at once. It'll just <laughs> hang out and drink. 
Chiranosuke just like pieces out and is like, hey, go and, go and find this book. It's definitely in this entire house. So Yu is like, okay, I know the most suspicious room. It's the one with all of the yaoi in it and the computer. We see like another news broadcast that's also paired with more surveillance footage. There is an awful lot of surveillance uh, going on in this world. It might be 1984. Right, and they name that there there is like a terrorist organization, and that's what took over the bus. The bus had a surveillance thing in it. Okay, cool. But then it's this show. That's the downfall of this plot, is it's in this show. Exactly! (laughs) Now, if you could go ahead and surgically extract the plot, well, no, there's problems with the plot that we're going to get to, too. So, he snoops around this girl Ito's room, and then he sees her underwear, and gets red hair, and then he, like, bamps into another room where he sees a girl's underwear, explodes in blood, and then a meteor destroys the entire Earth. And we're sitting above the the ruined hellscape that is the destroyed planet Earth uh, with him, and uh, Kitty's back. And that is the middle of the episode. Fuck. Oof. We're getting into the the part that makes me the angriest. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. So, we have a Patreon, where you can go and support us at various levels to get bonus content. That is patreon.com forward slash WTF Anime Show. Uh, Travis, what have we done recently? Uh, let's see. For the spooky month, uh, we watched Juon as uh, our full movie review, and we're still working our way through Black Butler with Alan. And because we had a time fill recently... You made me watch wrestling, Joe. <laughs> that was a while ago. It was. I guess it's still in your mind that I made you watch wrestling that one time. Uh, that's going to be forever branded there, my bud. So with this show, which was worse, wrestling or this? This is worse. Huzzah! <laughs> there are stories that have consequences. We cleared the lowest possible bar. <laughs> We watched The Grudge, which was, like, an interesting, from, like, just a recording standpoint, it was an interesting review for me, because there's, like, several different stories that we had to kind of condense into at least an hour, and there's a lot in that movie, but there's also not very much in the movie. It's it's very weird that way, and it was also weird because it's been so long since I've seen that movie, reconciling it with the Sarah Michelle Geller version of that mm-hmm. and seeing how they they twisted the two to make it into a vehicle for Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. I actually like I had a moment to actually watch the not the most recent adaptation because there's a new one coming out. Yeah, yeah. I just saw the trailer for that I think yesterday actually. Yeah, it looks really, really neat. I'm kind of here for it. I don't know, man. I'm tired of watching the same movie every uh, 10-ish years <laughs> when they're just going to reshoot it with new actors that are popular at the time. Welcome to Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of movies, currently our next movie review poll is up. I kind of decided that, hey, let's do something that isn't just anime movies. We we're going to watch some video game movies. I'm so worried about that. <laughs> 
the choices for right now are the Japanese Phoenix right live action, Street Fighter, you know, the Western one, the one that's very good. Oh, poor Raul Julia. Why did that have to be <laughs> your last performance? And Pokemon, the first movie, an actual anime. <laughs> I have never seen any Pokemon uh, other than like brief snippets of the, the syndicated cartoon. So that's that's what our poll is right now. We're still doing our Black Butler season review. We just wrapped up the Jack the Ripper arc. And who knows, maybe I told a story about jizz in a hat. Who could say? I can. <laughs> <laughs> so can you, actually. So do one way to find out, and that's on patreon.com forward slash WCF anime show. Uh, I just did a double check. We don't have any questions. Please, please give us questions. I don't want to talk about this fucking show. <laughs> For just one question a day, you can keep us <laughs> from talking about this goddamn show. For like five seconds. No, I can I can spin, baby. I can spin. <laughs> I can make it longer than five. No, we don't have any questions. I don't know, Travis, do you have any questions for me? Uh, just just one that's more existential uh, as we, we're reviewing this, and it's, why, Joe? Why? Hey, I didn't do this. Okay, why, Jams? Why, <laughs> Joe? Would you like to answer in place of Jams? I assume it's for the exact reaction that we're giving them. Probably. Uh, this is this is probably a delicious schadenfreude right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. Fuck. talk about the screen grab and the way punchline is said you can imagine given the context of the show it is moaned i didn't want to talk about it travis we see like a weird playback of some of the events also some not events of just you smiling evilly Mm -hmm. it's weird so then chironosuke explains that if you get too horny the world will die. Now, this made me go, wait, is that all spirits or just this this kid? Who knows? And we're going to get on to why that question doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Here's the most infuriating part, kids. I mean, I fucking hate panty shots and titty jiggles and all that stuff because it's dumb. It does nothing for a story. You want that? Go watch some porn. There's lots of it. The internet is basically based on it. <laughs> I believe some puppets told me the same thing. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Avenue Q Wisdom. So, do you want to explain this? Okay. Uh. Here we go. You ready, guys? You ready to understand why none of this fucking matters? None of it. Not a goddamn bit. Uh. Okay, so Chirinosuke informs you that... Spirits aren't subject to normal time uh, as a human experiences it and can go forward and or backward as they please. So it doesn't matter what he does. He can just rewind any time and fix it. Yup. Thus relieving all consequences of any of his actions. Everything that you're going to watch from this moment forward, no, it's just filler till they feel like they're done. I don't know why this is... I I just don't fucking understand how someone was like, we are going to make a story where if 
a ghost gets too horny, the world will explode, but don't worry. Actually, no, I just figured out why. People are bad? To sell this fucking show. Because it's like, well, we looked at a girl's panties, we were end the world, so I can go back and fucking redraw or just redo, like, fucking animation to be like, hey, look at these panties again. They're doubling the amount of fucking panty shots they can get in this stupid fucking show. Oh, man. Now that you said that, that, that the, the whole reason was so that they could slam the gas pedal on the, the cheesecake, you're 100% right. And they've robbed this of any point of story and just said, fuck it, we're just going to plot a way to just maximize it. This could have been just... I'm sure there's videos where that's just what that is. Like, you're you're into this, you just want to watch that. They don't need any voice acting or anything like that. Just just the animation is what you're into, chances are. But now we have to watch it, Joe. <laughs> I'm fucking angry. I'm even madder than I was. I'm offended that they would take... Because I love stories. <laughs> They murdered a story for ass and titties, and uh, that's not justified for me. There are so many levels where I'm mad about this show. One of them is this was done by Studio Mapper, who has done, like, really beautiful, like, animation. And there's, like, really good fluid animation in this, but it's all just to be like, hey, look at this underage girl's underwear. I will say, yes, you're correct, that uh, the the animation on this is not bad at all. Pretty top-notch. It looks good. It looks pretty. I just wish it was used for something more substantive. They took the power of good animation and used it for ill. Remember when I was talking earlier about the gifted kid? <laughs> you are seeing the, the, the fruits that he bears, and they are poison, Joe. Ugh. So he's looking for this fucking book. He's in the room of totally not strange juice. We do learn her name. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it's, a, it's an odd name. Naudagino? Um, there is this flashback of them meeting. We learn that she is also, like, an idol, which makes me just think that this place is an apartment block. But, of course, because of this fucking show, he's the only dude in there. But, of course. And we get we get a fucking reverse panty shot. Uh-huh. We get a dude's boxes. It's like, okay, cool. Wait, Fuck so you. So the setup for this, I'm just thinking about this, and, and I'm reworking ever since you said that comment. Do you think this was originally set up where it was supposed to be a harem anime that was gross? And then they were like, but wait, what if? And then we got this piece of shit. I mean, we don't know how this show progresses, so it could just be a harem as well. I don't want to bang my head on the mic <laughs> because that's, you know, orally unpleasant but I kind of want to bang my head on the mic. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Uh, fucking, okay, so sh the, they have a flashback, like, hey, they know each other, and, like, he's into her. Cool, great. There's a scene with the girl that was woman. She is decidedly older, I think, or, like, drawn older. I would agree. Like, she is an adult, we'll say that, unlike the fucking underage people. She is also, like, a spirit medium. And is looking for salt to, I guess, banish ghosts? Errant ghosts that are here? Uh, it's, a, it's a big thing in the occult that uh, the spirit world doesn't like salt because it represents Earth, which they're not part of. Yeah. 
they make a pun about ghost hunting and dinner. Cool. And she's like, hey, I came to return this book that's totally yours. And then, not recognizing the book, she immediately starts reading from it, and it's like Fuel Japan Yaoi, and then gets embarrassed that she was reading Yaoi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Yu goes to another room and is like, hey, I'm still looking for this book. We learn that, much like a video game, uh, you can get better at being a ghost by leveling up. Yeah, this pissed me off too. Mm-hmm. It's all dumb, it's all bad. And this is all like in the same room as she is a scientist, uh, but she's also the... Uh, oh God, I always call her Pumpkin Spice again. Uh, she's Pumpkin Chair. Yeah, is it just me, or is there almost a slight nod to Velma from Scooby-Doo in the character design of Pumpkin Chair? Yeah, I do see it. I think there's even a couple of times when the way her hair is sitting, it looks almost like a bob cut. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would I would almost bet uh, that, that that was one of the inspirations on the character design board. Mm-hmm. So there is this, probably the longest this show goes to set up a fucking panty shot. She's knitting and she like catches the thread of her sweater on a table. Uh-huh. Some fucking how. Hold on to that thread. I'm sorry I made that joke. Oh, oh, you punned. You punned with that. Oh, Joe, don't don't give it anything. No, don't, <laughs> don't feed this. It'll stick around. <laughs> I know. I, th- I think the thing that I hate about that is you see the joke coming and they take forever. So it's just this thing that's telegraphed for uh, three to five minutes, which is way too long before that punchline should have landed, even if I was into the joke. I don't know uh, if you got annoyed with the fact that we have this loose thread thing going for like a hot minute, but... I was just like, okay, this thing's gonna fucking happen. Just let it let it be over. I've got like five minutes of this show left. Just let it be over. Right. Now, that said... We're coming up to another part that Joe and I uh, have have already discussed before we got on mic that makes us fucking angry. It is so frustrating that this joke is so good. Right. It it shows that they have enough awareness about what they're doing that they could have written something good instead of this uh, flaming trash heap. Yeah. So the scientist girl, Pumpkin Chad, goes to Strange Juice's room and is like, hey, there are some people being held hostage in a movie theater. Uh, let's go do the magical girl thing. Yeah, that signals up. And they do a transformation sequence. So she pulls out her wand, like starts spinning around. We get flashes of gold light, all that good stuff. And in the bottom right corner, with like the heading actual view, she is literally just twirling around in a circle and then... A compartment opens and her uniform drops onto a table. And she says something to the effect of, I've always wondered if the dance is necessary. Fuck you for making this good. And then it's immediately ruined because she, of course, takes her fuck clothes off and the guy's in the room and he's like, oh no, I'm super powered now. Fuck off. He's got that big horny ghost energy. Ugh. And then they drop the table to a shoot, and there's like an array of motorcycles. There's more than one motorcycle. I wonder if that's relevant to the six toots on her neck. And then Pumpkin Chair was like knitting something earlier and it's like, oh, it was making you a good luck charm uh, that is attached to the thread that is on a sweater. And off she drives. Yep. 
she takes it with her and drives and then her entire sweater goes away and there's there's an underage girl in no clothing. Boy, boy howdy. And then the show ends with the world exploding, which is exactly how I feel. Like, on an emotional level. I feel like the majority of these episodes are going to end with the world exploding. It's going to be their idea of a running gag. Mm-hmm. They have better ideas. I've seen them craft a joke that was good. Yeah. It's genuinely frustrating. Which, on its own, if this was just, hey, it's a fan service show, we've watched a thousand of them, and it's like, it's still not good, but it doesn't make me as angry because I accept it as a part of anime as a whole, because that's just a thing that they feel they need to do. But it's very clear that they understand joke structure and understand how to put elements into a story to make it intriguing and then waste it on this shit. Yeah. This would be like if a teacher assigned an overly broad topic to write a paper about and they accepted the premise that the student decided to write on, even though they didn't necessarily like or agree with it. And then the student just gave trash work when they know that the student is much more capable. (laughs) And then they go on to make destructive heroin, more destructive heroin. (laughs) The anime. Ugh. Like, my final thoughts are fuck off. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jam, so much. We loved your episode, even though that was also like a fan service thing. Like, it was interesting to talk about. Uh, we we like you as a human being, but fuck you. Yeah. It's been a while since we've given the WTF anime fuck you stamp of approval. Uh, we <laughs> like you as a human being, but uh, fuck you for making us do this kind of thing. And I think that uh, Jam's has, has earned that uh, bona fides. <laughs> so... Our, f- our final thoughts are, like, ubiquitously, this is fucking trash. Travis, I have a question. Yes, sir! Is this the worst show you've watched? Hmm. See, it depends on how you want to grade it onto what that answer is. You know, like, what lens are, are we, or what metric are we assigning worst by? Uh, let's say, let's say not worst in the sense of, like, the thing you hated most, but the worst example of a story presented in one episode ah the worst example of a see we've watched garza's wing yeah (laughs) that's that's the example i was gonna be like and we've also watched bobo 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 story (laughs) at all it's just random happenstance true true uh so i think it's it's kind of it's tied and it's only because I'm so frustrated with the idea that they could have written something good, and instead this is the product we got. But it did technically have more story, even though they removed the uh, any consequence from it. See, I think that's worse. Because Garzi's Wing had, like, movement. It was nonsensical, but, like, the things that happened mattered in context to the story. You know what? That's that's a that's a fair assessment. I think I'm just uh, yeah. Thinking back, Garcia's because the voice acting was shit too. Uh, like there was there was there was very little redeeming quality in Garcia's wig. <laughs> yeah, on just a scale of you hating it, was this worse than um, Nayoroko-san, the Cthulhu one? Hmm. You know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to do a side-by-side comparison, and I've done my damnedest to try to uh, forget that ever happened. 
I think that one was worse for me because I love the mythos and they just shat all over a thing I, I really enjoy. Yeah. This one was just bad writing uh, so that they could fit as much underage panty in. The only thing that I'm appreciative of is they didn't have the weird male character that's like hyper perving on these girls without their their consent which is often a character that you're going to find somewhere along the sidelines of something like this. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. Because at no point is he actively seeking out... No, he's hyper-embarrassed every time. Uh, I mean, he has a reaction, but he's a teenage boy. That's just what happens, you know? Yeah, I guess this isn't as egregious. It's gross, but it doesn't have a character actively being gross. Yeah, which is more than I can say for other shows yes i think we've we've as fairly judged and tri- or tried and judged this as we can we've probably talked about this longer than any human alive has talked about this fucking show i can tell you this much as far as length of talk we have talked longer than anybody should talk about this show true uh so let's talk about a different show travis next time on wtf and So this show had a grain of time travel in that was genuinely frustrating. It did. So I think we should talk about a show that I think does time travel okay. All right. Uh, I can can be down for that. Uh, I I, I enjoy 12 Monkeys. (laughs) I'm going to preface it by saying okay, because I'm not as read up on time travel bullshit and also this show definitely does have in its later parts some kind of gross stuff so we are going to be watching next time steins gate episode one and because you've gotten mad about it in the past you can watch either the english dub or the sub it has our boy j michael take a minute oh i know what i'm going with then there you go so that sounds like uh it's about time for some business joe why don't you hit him yeah so If you would deign to find us on the internet, the show is there on Twitter, at WTFAnimeShow. You can yeet us an email via WTFAnimeShow at gmail.com, and I can always and forever be found on the Twitters, at the Joe Hadfield Travis. All right, Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, because I do not run the WTFAnimeShow handle, you can reach me at DiceLobber, D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And if you like what we do here, uh, consider checking out the Lost Library cast, where Joe and I are part of two different casts. Uh, We've got our good, good gay superhero teens on Fifth Watch, and Joe and I are both hunters over on the Grayscale cast. Fifth Watch has been on a bit of a hiatus. I don't know if we've even talked about it, but hopefully we're getting back to it soon. And Grayscale has been on a hiatus for the year, so hopefully we're getting back to that soon. Yeah, well, it's... It can be tough when there's like 10 time zones that you're dealing with. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's a whole thing. It is. Uh, That said, uh, if you like what we do here, if you'd also consider leaving us a like and a review at whatever uh, pod distribution center you use. Yeah, I think that's everything. I think that is everything. So, bye. 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 Good goddamn (laughs) riddance.
wrestling's bad, but then wrestling's also very good. Like literally, like the first time I had to watch this, I was just like, "God, I need to watch something fun and enjoyable." So I watched Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jervis. It was very sweet. Gentleman Jervis. All right. He is the world's sweetest man, the world's finest purveyor of gentle mania. I believe that you're incorrect because we both know Alan. Oh shit! Alan is the is the world's greatest purveyor of of gentle mania. Now hold on. Okay. Gentleman Jervis is a masked wrestler. Have we ever seen Gentleman Jervis and Alan in the same room? We haven't. How tall is Gentleman Jervis? You're going to make me Google more things about wrestling. I am. Because this is way more fun than, you know, talking about this fucking show. Uh, Oh, he's just six foot. Somehow Alan knows how to shrink about seven inches. (laughs) It's a weird party trick. <laughs> Look, I'd buy it. <laughs> hey, do you want to sink and talk about this piece of shit? <laughs> no, but I will. 